0: This podcast is a member of WGPRN, wildgamesproductions.com.
1: I'm not sure if I'm ready, but...
2: <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's yeah. just rip the band-aid off.
0: Let's go kill some Afriis. Oh, God.
2: All I'm right. actually scared.
3: <laughs> a planet named serious is on its last breath of life. The population has turned against its creator called El. There's a being who's called a prophet on that planet. His name is Primus. He's called and he preached, turn from your ways of the void or we'll be lost. Secret societies, greed, lust, the battle for commodities on the planet has turned it into a cesspool of destruction wanton behavior and excess into nothing there's a remnant of people that follow this prophet named primus he's shown a vision of the great devourer Azathoth, coming to destroy the planet Sirius. he is told he will die but he will live again one day the sun of Sirius goes black the doom has come the being called a super planet devourer arrives the planet is devoured all life is gone but the planet doesn't disappear. It becomes a black star. And the planet killer, sent by L has another mission. The being called Primus now becomes Primus of the Zodiac. L did not forget. His people were promised a special role in all creation. There is items of power, items that are used by people of good to smite evil. One of such item is called a holy avenger. His people's spirits inhabit these weapons. That is their calling by us. But in the choice of good, there's always evil. And the planet Sirius, now a black star, is used for the void as the herald of evil. The star system Sirius is now in alignment as the sun rises and the zodiac. It is the 13th constellation It now heralds the doom of what we call the revelation of in the end of days. Theodorus Aserakis is visiting a friend. Two generations ago in time, long forgotten amongst the generations of today a special meeting is happening. White Plume Mountain is an outpost of the Blackstaff organization. It was presented there because of the craftsmanship of the Farren and the magical talents of the Farren people. Blackstaff himself had single-handedly picked Cedric, a Farren, and a blacksmith smelter of mastercraft ability, he held all knowledge and regards of the people of Sirius and how to encraft them in weapons of power. This gift was given to him by Tempest throughout, and his generation has held it for many generations. This knowledge is now gone into other bloodlines of the pharaoh. For the Gromhammer line knows also this craft, to summon the people of Sirius into weapons of power. But with that knowledge, it could be used for evil, to make weapons of evil. But no one has ever thought that a Fearon would turn. But on that day, the headmaster of the Silvery Moon chapter is visiting Cedric. master Cedric says what is thy wishes my son Fira Asarak says are you ready to fulfill your oath to me do you have the stone Cedric says you mean the serious stone it is here are you prepared to give up being one of the sons of Tempest. Cedric looks at the stone with greed and eager. I can be my own power, away from Tempest, away from my people. I can rule my people in my own power. I'll be like a god. Are you ready to give up your mortality? Theodora says. I will do anything. Then, in the corner, Of his chamber appears a female Baphomet. You will mate with her, and you'll be permanently forsaken in the realms of man, Firin, and God. You will be permanently evil. I will gladly give up my humanity for this, for I will become a god, Cedric says. Theodorus chuckles. <laughs> Welcome, my brother. Cedric notices as Theodorus leaves. The whole time he wasn't breathing prime material plane air. For the rapture of Theodorus' life in the prime material plane had already transformed, he had already taken the oath. He had already given up his life force to the Baphomet of the Void. He looked over to the seductive woman, this woman, half creature, half feminine, knowing this would be the last time that he would mate in a, in a mortal form, that he would have no longer a desire for sex or a desire to procreate, that he would actually give his last procreation to the life of the Void for power. time passes. Grumhammer finds himself on the battlefield, fighting against his own. Half men, half shadows, trying to take the line of the Grumhammer line, the Firin in the height of the battle. The Grumhammer smashes Cedric in two. His half undead form, his half undead form, smashed what is left on the field what was undead mortality destroyed the people of the farin thinking that they have destroyed the traitors the 24 and all those others who chose darkness to be shadows amongst the life flee and disappear thinking the curse was over it is not I need you two to go outside (sighs) Lusa you find yourself with your party of friends and heroes and you recognize it without an intelligence roll player information that you are on the plane of fire Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you see behind this ifrit with a trident the city of grass no mortal has seen this It is beyond description, for there is dimensions beyond third dimension, which you see, but you cannot explain. There's 24 Ifrits around the party. Fire amongst them, but they don't seem to be hurting you, per se. And the Ifrit says, We wait for our Empress to take this trident. This trident that was made by Cedric to bind our race to him, for he knew you would come to destroy him," the Ifrit says to the group of you. We wish not to participate. All Sultan Lord King Malik made a deal with Cedric. It is a deal that we did not agree with. He is dead, but for us to be unbound from killing you heroes, one must come forth and take this cursed item and remain with us then lusa sees a vision of isis behind the ephra daughter this is your path take up this mantle for your play in the unfoldings to come you will be needed with this power The Ifrit continues. We know of an empress to come and take this place. We wish not to destroy you, for we are bound to kill the heroes that will stop Aserach. But to stop this curse, one of you must take this trident. The trident of the Ifrit, the Sultan. Well,
2: if Lucis sees... The
3: party looks around. They look a little bewildered, but since you saw this vision.
2: Yeah, Lusa's confident. Also, I'm the only woman. <laughs> Empress. <laughs> anyway, Lusa, without saying anything to the party, she trusts Isis more than anything.
3: So you begin to walk forward past the she party. As you approach the ifrit, the he hands the trident towards you. Do you grab it? Of it's course. beautiful craftsmanship. It has elements of red and mithril. It's mainly mithril, that it has red and greens in it, and then yellows. Do you grab it?
2: Yes, I'll
3: grab As it. you grab it, it says, The Thirteenth Daughter, you are mithril. And then as you grab it, your skin begins to turn mithril. And the entire party looks in awe and horror at the same time. And the item speaks to you. Your name now is Mithra. Daughter of Ishtar. Ishtar, daughter of Ishtar. Mother of Isis. The trident then says, you are 13, and then you see 12 ifrits kneeling, not around the party, but within, you think your mind, outside of the party, kneeling, and you're in the center of a 12-sided star, and one ifrit says, you're not sure which one, we're here to serve you. We are the twenty-four elders of the Ifrit. We are Daedra, but we do not serve the hand or the eye. We respect the boundaries of El and Isis, so we serve them now. You are mother of the Ifrits. Okay, guys! So just to let you know, you're a druid now for a while.
0: So mm-hmm. who died. That? I died. Okay. Everybody died.
3: <clears throat> the next thing you see, you're back on the dais. The portal to the, the city of brass is out of your vision. You not know, you cannot remember what exactly took place, but you feel lost. Do you look amongst your members? yeah yeah lucy is not with you but you do not remember what happened although you remember one thing she made a choice to stop the curse of cedric that was planned to wipe all of you out she made a choice but you can't remember what that choice was you can't even remember if she's alive or dead Circeus, being a mage,
1: would have mental capacities. Can he make a role to perhaps recall something? Cannot.
3: You're all perplexed. As you're trying to struggle with what had just happened, you can remember just slight images of the city of Brass. It was so overwhelming that you saw beyond third dimension. Dimensions you've never seen but you cannot even explain. Even though they're Daedra, they are beautiful. You remember that. You remember also that they didn't want to harm you, but they were forced into doing it because they were tricked somehow, but you could not remember what it was. And because of Luce's decision, she altered the path of Cedric yet again to destroy the heroes that would stop the, the hand in the eye. Damn. You start to hear a distant thunder, the thunder of hundreds, maybe thousands, of humanoids leaving. Yeah, you do hard. not know how much time has passed, but the hordes that were below you are now pretty much dissipated out of the mountain. Ooh, great.
0: That's not good.
3: <laughs> Damn it. Okay, Rickard. Who has Rickard? Can you hand out the two cavaliers? Are right, you ready? Mm hmm. Back at Chimera Mount, Robin goes to Jacob and says, Brother, our other lord, Rickard, has left. I don't feel comfortable with letting him go. We should go. And Jacob, you decide that it is best. Jacob, Jacob, you decide it's best to pursue Rickard to assist him in his rounds. For each of you have done it once. Mm -hmm. And it is a long track to see and check on farmer people and to make sure they're okay and that he may need actually help with bringing people back you both decide let us go and find where rickard has gone and help him but before you go you're administered by some of the most professional clerics of helm that roland had left back you explain to the captain lieutenant that you are going to assist your liege lord Rickard on uh, bringing in any farmers. The lieutenant doesn't see another necessary and lets you go for your your command is really under Rickard and Shammar. So he lets you go. You gather extra equipment. Each of you think, well, he may need more arrows. So both of you know where his special stash of plus one arrows are. You carry quivers of 30 arrows each of plus ones to assist him. You also talk to one of the clerics and quickly gather another handful of healing potions.
2: Mm.
3: One of you take 2d4. I don't care which one. And one takes a 1-die-6. 1-die-6 is moderate potion wounds. And, one D6. okay 6 So you have 3 moderates. 6. And 6 uh, heal potions that are given to you for your quest. You have your swords and your shields. And you quickly run off to the tracks where you know where he's going to go. The first town far west for far west has about 25 families most of them youth and you have made friends with some of the local hero kids there who hero worship you too for they think that you're pretty something and they the wish could be like you but truly you know you're no heroes and being around shamar he's eager to remind you how much you're not a hero (laughs) but this last battle has proven something different against the bugbears you know within your side, within yourselves, that you're just not that kid anymore being tutored. You are truly Cavaliers, Rickard, You start to approach within a half hour of of a um, far west. Um, in the air already seems to have smell of smoke. Now smoke farmers burn, but with recent events, that has you worried. Yeah. Is there any specific things you would like to do? Well, first, I, 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 I'm stealthing. I stop and
1: I check the ground. No tracks here where you're approaching, from your from your direction. Okay. I look at the smoke. What is the smoke? How is the smoke shaped? It's in the forest. No direction per se. Oh, crap. Well, I, I, I stealth along speedily as I can. I have boots of elven kind, so I, I get as close to the edge of the forest. I knock an arrow. I have it ready.
3: Has everyone seen uh, Rickard?
2: Ranger
1: Rick, no. Let's show him
3: again. Yes, please. Josh had picked the picture out, and it was very cool. Ah, yep, Ranger Rick. Oh, I like it
2: a lot. Ah,
3: you too is very cool. Yes. Badass. Tim?
2: Okay. I'm scared for Rickard
1: more than us. Yeah. <laughs> he can handle himself. Okay, anything else you'd like to do? So I got my arrow knocked. I'm stealthing towards
3: the edge of the forest unless I see anything. You have two, you have two knocked. Okay. No. Be ready with one, two. Using your ability and stuff, go ahead and make a tracking roll. He's a ranger, correct? Yeah. Okay. Tracking roll and any other type of rolls. Uh, didn't quite get it. Okay. Uh, nothing unusual comes up. Make an intelligence roll for any. That I got. Okay. Big time. Roll the one. As you start to move forward within 15 minutes of the town, what's concerning you is now the smoke is thicker, meaning what's got you concerned is the fact that it may it, it has the symptoms that this isn't a normal fire, that the town has been sacked, probably. Okay. So now you probably two things come to mind: quicken up the speed, and then at the same time approach with caution.
1: Yeah. So those thoughts come to you. Both one other. thing I'm actually going to do, which is counter to that, is actually stop. And we'll listen. They a tell us yeah Yeah, got
3: that one too. Yeah. No animals or birds. So you already know your so, deepest yeah. fears. I, I, I
1: quicken the pace. I'm moving as quietly as I can, as quickly as I can, with essential urgency. Okay. I've got the. As you room.
3: approach, you see the ravine river that goes out to the town, and you start to follow it. Mm-hmm. Make another tracking. No. Okay. There seems to be a lot of foot activity, but you can't really place if it's bugbear or whatever. It's just a lot of foot activity. And you see now what comes into view far west. And far west has been sacked. And it is smoking. You're not even sure what's left of it. Damn. What would you like to do?
1: Using my knowledge of the area, what direction would the bugbears come from?
3: You turn to your back. The mountains fight Plum Mountain. Plum Mountain. Make another roll in, uh, for uh, tracking. Okay.
1: This one I got. Big yeah, time.
3: you start seeing now the footprints are bugbear prints. Damn it, lots of them. Make an intelligence roll. Another one, big time, guy. rolled it. one. Yeah. You start. You spent five minutes doing some quick pacing, and you come up with a pretty good average average number. At least two hundred bugbears came through here. Oh shit. And you're pretty accurate now on the on the activity movement.
1: There's nothing I can do.
3: So you see the town up ahead. You want to check it? Yeah. Start to approach, and your heart gets heavy. And of course, the first thing you see on one of the one of the homes within the Far West is an entire family nailed to its to its 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 home, its hovel, including women and children.
1: Rickard bites his lip really heavy.
3: They're dead. You see another hovel in total smoke and flame, still burning. Pretty fresh. I mean, you would imagine probably within the last six hours. I have to check to see if there's anyone alive.
1: I look around me to double check, make sure I'm not going to be yeah. ambushed or something, and then I move forward with caution. Right. Arrows again, knocked, no slack on the bow. You see a, a
3: probably about 14-year-old girl in the middle crying, and she looks a, like a little bewildered.
1: I rush okay. I, I and pick you her up. You see
3: there, as you approach, It doesn't take an intelligence role, the rest of the town for what is not nailed to the Homes, or the the lodge for the town, uh, were burned. You... She seems to be living and crying, and by the smoldering bodies that are. Burned. So I look around. I keep, you know, the bow okay. and the arrow. Her name is Lucia. How do I know that? She knew a druid, and she calls herself Lucia. So I know this girl. Yeah, you would know, because you come oh, through shit. these places, and stinks. you know that she has hero worship for this druidess that comes and helps the villagers she calls her name Lusa you never truly knew her, knew her name right but you know her and her family are you okay she's crying hysterically I I look real quick she's not bleeding she's not it doesn't seem she's all dirty and muddy she obviously hid and survived through the, the horrible experience I pick her up we gotta get out of here she's crying she's crying who are you what are you gonna do with me she's looking I'm, right at you it's now okay. she knows you I I caress her face. It's okay. Okay, Okay, make a wisdom roll. That one I got big time too. All right, she starts to come out of her shock. Rickard, Rickard.
1: And she hugs you. (laughs) I hug her back. I hold her tight. They're
3: all dead. My family, everybody. They killed them all.
1: Okay, okay, okay. We need to get you out of here. Is there anyone else you know that's still alive? Okay, make an intelligence roll, not
3: for you, but for her. Tell me how much you make it. I'll just tell you the roll. Yeah. A Seventeen. Yeah, she's crying hysterically. Lusa, was it? Yes. How is my friend Lusa? How is she?
1: She's she's doing very well, actually. I, might... I want to be
3: just like her. I want to be a druid and, and stop and stop these evil things.
1: And then we will, we will. But first, we let's go meet her. Let's go meet her back at Chimera Mount.
3: She's there. She will be. Maybe she's, she could be my mother. I lost my mother.
1: Okay. Well, let's let's fir- let's first focus on getting out of here. Come on, sweetheart. Let's go. I kind of coax her and start to pick her up and then I I head back out to the forest I can't leave her here
3: okay you're about six hours away from Chimera Mount and that's at a brisk pace yeah you're gonna probably be a day or longer with her she's not an in condition for traveling uh, she's barefoot um, how would you like to maybe as- assist that problem
1: would it be too much to ask, if with my knowledge of the realm, my Elvish knowledge, I could maybe find some leaves or something that would be a little bit
3: more um, you can sturdy probably, to maybe uh, go, go back like in a... the town and try to find some actual shoes? That's want, how easy it is. As, I, know, I don't want
1: to do that. Sorry. Ah,
3: shit! I know you don't want to, but that would be the smartest thing to do. Well, not necessarily. Are <laughs> sure
2: no one's there?
1: I'm not sure. I guess, I mean, whatever building isn't burning, or at least it's burning only on top, yeah, I guess that would
3: be the first one I check. Okay, you find uh, normal wraps for walking. Grab them, get out of there. Okay. It's just pillaged. Nothing unusual. So. They obviously left a mark of either crucifying their victims or burning them alive. Right. And look like most of the people got burned alive.
1: Would there be anything of value in this town that I know I need to obtain or check for writings, not anything
3: no like that you're necessarily looking for. I mean, okay. just the normal wealth of the farmers and the collection of knowledge that they put in the lodge. So there's, that not they like,
1: there's not like some plus five here in sword that the. No. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, that's the case. Since like you know, I, I wrap yeah. her feet. And I tell her, okay. So you can the
3: intelligence roll for her.
1: Yeah, she got two.
3: Oh, then she's up. She's wicked. There was a big beast. He had this huge hammer. And he said he was Grumhammer. Come to destroy the Firin and the Adama. And he would take one blow. And the body would explode with one hit. It was horrible. He called himself Grumhammer. Calm down,
1: calm down. Weighs the knowledge over in his head.
3: Make it intelligible for him. Yeah. Okay, he knows the farin and Grumhammer, and if a beast has that weapon, that weapon, okay, is not a normal weapon. It is from the gods. He knows the implication of what this means.
1: They're unstoppable
3: almost. Okay. Off in the background, in the mountains of white plume, he hears and it's so loud and so many horns. He thinks to himself, "It's an invasion." Silvery Moon must know they're coming to invade.
1: Pack crap, we gotta go.
3: All right. Just about that time, you see two pe- people that are familiar.
1: Clarence oh, Hoods.
3: It. What are you two doing out here? We're Robin here and Jacob, you find your friend. Your lord. So the normal response would be, my lord.
2: My lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the perfect voice for a 12 year old kid. Yeah,
3: yeah, I do not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> do my, my lord, my you. balls have dropped. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should be Jacob.
0: I am going through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen.
1: Jacob, please take care of Lusa.
0: Yes, my lord.
1: Ah, shit,
3: my lord! What's happened here? <laughs> <laughs> no, they have more of a man voice. I mean, I'm twelve years old. You want to? They... You want to? Re- you want to re- take? But back. he's around. No, fine. He's he, He's been around. You know, it's kind of. He has. He kind of. I don't want to say masted, but he kind of tries to sound a little more than what he is. Right, right. So it's okay. We're trying to sound
2: badass because our Lord Rickard here, we want to show that we're capable. We're
3: capable. We are capable. You see, Rickard, that uh, even though you have three quivers of arrows, they were smart enough to bring another two. So they obviously have been trained well by you and Shamar. You actually brings a smirk across your face. Yeah,
1: I smile and I say, you know, only my lords would know where to uh, look for my secret
3: stash. I hope you didn't play with anything else. Do you take a look at the arrow? Yeah. It's the plus ones. At least they don't know where the plus twos are. You really did hide those well. It's the plus threes I'm worried about. You uh, have those. Yeah. But uh, well, you remember, oh yeah, I took those. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh, damn. Where, and I, I know the answer. Where'd you find... Never mind. Listen. Okay. We have a serious problem. We are about to experience a repeat of what has happened. If we do not get the fuck out of here... It's going to be far worse. Well, my lord, we should tell someone. Yeah, I agree, so we need to move! Well, let Slap some, you know, slap them on what the head.
2: <laughs> my lord, what of Chimera Mount? <sighs> Shit. Are we going to go tell them? Or are we going straight to Silvery Moon?
1: How far would Silvery Moon be with... Do, they don't have horses or anything?
2: No, I think we walked. Walked. We all want
1: yeah there's no way I'm gonna beat you guys there before. <sighs> we can handle ourselves just go. I'm n- not worried about you handling yourself or even defending her. it's it's, it's the fact that they're going to be in Silvery Moon. It's not a matter if we can handle ourselves. we we're, we their numbers are too many. They come Robin.
3: Yes, my lord. <laughs> they have Grumhammer. That's impossible. You wouldn't know. You'd be like, That's the
2: hammer of the Actually, legends. you wouldn't
3: even know. You guys wouldn't really know. It's you'd a legendary be like, looking at him like. It's
0: legendary.
3: You not really. Know. The Furin like are not book. known by everyone, and oh, okay. you guys don't necessarily know that because okay. you're from Silvery Moon. You remember so uh, he says that, and you'd be like, Okay, what does that
2: mean? Yeah. <laughs> Aww,
3: <okay. laughs> that sounds special. What's that? Oh, damn it.
1: Kids. Ugh. Okay, listen. You know, Mr. Grum, you know Lord Shamar's axe. Oh yeah. Okay. You know how special it is. It I know how special people. he thinks it is. It's nothing compared to Grumhammer. This is inst- destruction incarnate. All right. Behind you.
3: You hear someone walk. And I turn around. It's and Lusa, got it. and she has a, a, a spear that she personally carved into a. Like a stick into a spear. And she says, let us go kill them. I want to kill them. No, 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 no. Lusa has taught me some magic. And she produces out of her hand good berries. Hmm. Cute. She's a druid level one. Hmm. Trapped by Lusa. Let us go. I want to get vengeance on my family. I can't let you do that, Sweetheart. Jacob remembers the first time he wanted to venture. Sorry, you're Jacob, right? Yeah, Jacob's (laughs) like, yeah, why not? Jacob remembers the first time he wanted to venture, and he knows really that the time to go back to Chimera Mount could be wasting time to help other villages that need to be checked on. So you think to yourself, Rickard's got a lot on his mind. Maybe you should suggest, let us go together and see how the other farmer villages are faring. And if it's too dangerous, maybe we can avoid it. You know, let's collect information as an intel. You think it will be waste too much time to go back to Chimera Mount and then back out. Mm-hmm. This is what you're thinking. So Rickard's concerned about protecting life, and he's not necessarily thinking clearly. So you think of those things, Jacob, because you are the leader over Robin. Yes. So you think to role play. Um, you can role play that with Rickard.
2: Um, sir. Yes, my lord. Should we not gather <laughs> intelligence?
1: It's not a question. If I tell you no, are you even going to listen? We came all the way out this far. Oh, Lord, kids.
2: We can't go back now. We'd be going back and forth. We should gather intelligence before heading out.
1: He knows he's right, and it's just like.
2: Ah. We'll I... be fine. We promise. She's got a spear.
1: <laughs> and berries. But <laughs> well, you choose. It's true you two have proven yourselves.
0: We brought these arrows. Not for nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: Fair enough. But you have to keep pace. Don't worry about that. Of course. Uh, uh, I don't want to hear any complaining, Robin. Especially with that
3: leg. Can't guarantee that.
1: <sighs> oh, Lord.
3: You turn, and uh, lucy has gone already. She knows where the towns are. She's already on her way. Well... And in a way, she's still in shock and now her energy of remorse and love yeah. has gone into hate and hunting and hurt. You know what you're dealing with, Richard. Yeah,
1: no, I look at those. You're already late, and I take off after.
2: Oh. We follow in
3: Back in White Plume Mountain. Shamar looks bewildered. Alec looks concerned. The party's quiet as they stand on this precipice into this huge cavern what to do next. Where and what is going on? What has happened to their hero, their friend, Lusa? Where is Gormahama? And Cedric is yet to be found and then destroyed. What to do?
1: Sergius so looks down. Is there? Is there like a Way to navigate down the shaft is so there like a stairwell, a rope, something?
3: So we're gonna have to go back through or use a spell like levitate or right? Or no, supply. but that's yeah. yeah. And just at the mouth of the precipice, you see somebody familiar, two swords drawn, beautiful black, ready hair. Damn it! Yes, I thought Alec. You st- <laughs> yes, Alec. It is your sister, Ada. Give Ada to. You have the card. Yeah. That is now a character you're going to play.
2: <laughs>
3: Theron, uh, Fenra, Hunter, Kram. Fenra, Hunter, Kram. Has taken up the mantle of leader of the Fenraheim. He agreed with you that your brother needs to be protected, and said that he would do all in his power. To do the wishes of the Gromhammer line. You trust him as if it was your own blood.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You're pursued up in the mountain where they'd gone. You'd seen the battle of the, the dragons.
2: Oh.
3: Not seen seen it, but like t- you have the ability to look at what happened, size it up. Seem to be no dead bodies except horses. Moved into the mountain. You talked with Jeff and John. Mm. They seemed okay. The bear gave you a sniff and a lick you moved into the the mountain and very quickly figured out with some of the racket and noise where they went yeah. and some of the things remained we
2: didn't close doors either so, so like, yeah quickly
3: deduced where they went in the direction mm-hmm. and as you appear now they seem to be a little bewildered not just seeing you but disoriented you're not sure why but they all looked a little shocked, as you looked a little shocked as you saw each other.
2: Not happy so, to see me? <laughs> you The
3: word is bewildered, meaning yeah. there's something beyond even seeing you that has caused them to be melancholy and oh, a course. little lost in their countenance. So with that said, the floor is yours. I thought... I thought you told her to stay behind.
0: What are you doing here? I said stay behind and protect the people.
2: Brother Frenru, Hunter Kronk, he is watching our people.
1: You left Crom there?
2: What's wrong with him? He's a good fellow.
3: He's cr- I-, I didn't question his morality. Uh, time ago, about ten years ago, there was a festival put on by the Theran people. People from all around come to do trade. But the fun part of the festival is to see the Grumhammer line challenge one another for the hammer of the gods in that battle it came down to two people Alec and Crom. all were excited all had chosen the brother that they were going to support and yes full of young vigor and excitement Krom bested Alec never to be forgotten but always to know that you two are bound as brothers entrusted he has never shown any flinch to flee or be unloving to the people that he was raised in you know in your heart that if there was another to be entrusted with the people of the Firin, Tipa's people, it would be Krom
0: Krom will do to watch over the people for now should just left. I am happy to see you
2: here. Thank you, brother.
3: Oh, in my appearance, he's never seen me. Okay. What you see before you is the lost armor of the theory Oh. Not even your father. It's been gone for two generations. He wears it before you. At first you thought it was armor that he took with with him, but as you take a closer look. You realize, brother, that is not my your armor. What is this? Is this? You would ask, is this the armor that is lost? Is this the Feren? Because you see features that seem to be woofing around him. Oh, so great. you can role play that, and of course he wears the helm of his kingship, oh, yeah, that's right. and he wears now this armor with his two swords. So you could role play now this this unique yeah. armor. Yeah, that's what I look like. Brother, scary.
2: Awesome. Are you wearing? Is Is that what I think it is? The armor? The lost armor? Of our people?
0: This is the lost armor of our people, the, the lost armor of Fenra. And it's plain to see now that Cedric the Great Betrayer tried to hide it from us for all these years. This is a sign that his time is coming close to the end.
2: Then let us meet his end together.
0: His end will be soon. You still lack the hammer. We must get the hammer. That is the most important thing right now. We must find this. So we look down and we see all these bugbears
1: filing all out. Gone. No, they're already
3: they're, gone. They're, gone. Left. they're already left.
0: We basically The bugbears and
3: the orc, the pig-faced orc. Hundreds, maybe thousands gone. They're gone. We don't know where they are. Did we
1: actually see Grumhammer? or Anything? No. Do we know Grumhammer's there or no?
3: You don't know. There's no. There's no one told you it was there.
1: Okay, that's why I'm just... Yeah, no,
3: I mean, you don't know.
1: And you no. see that? That holds just as much destructive power as your damn hammer. We don't find it soon. You know where that's going. The not first stop, as much destructive power.
0: <laughs> Brother,
1: with yeah. all due respect, that's not good news.
0: No. No, it's not. So let's get the fuck moving. We need to move. We you need see, the hammer. You
3: see Cedric uh, actually enjoying some coffee. Cedric. Oh, it's like... Sergius! Holy shit! <laughs> he's enjoying some coffee in front of you. Damn <laughs> And he goes, I have bad news for all of you. Oh. Fuck. More out. bad news? I it's figured, 25
0: instead of 25.
3: <clears throat> I figured out what that, uh, that little vorpal uh, hole into nothing is. I thought about it. Because my mind can't think about what we just saw. That is a summoning from the plane of Void. Um, people were in trouble, he says. Jason the coffee. For your very shadow could betray you here.
1: Right here? Right now? Or there? Right now. Well, start looking at my shadow and pull <laughs> my weapons. Have
3: you heard of the the mouth of the Void, he says? For it is famous amongst witches, For they can access the Void and bring in shadows of all types. Well, he says, I have contemplated, and I've thought about it, and I believe this lich has access to one. Didn't the heroes of the tomb say that there was something like that, a mouth into the void? In the class? I believe so. Well, Cedric would be no different, and he must have one. And I'm guessing that that whatever vorpal thing that grabs things and goes into darkness, it's got to be it. Which means he can bring an innumerable amount of undead here.
1: What well, can you just discharm
3: it, destroy the damn thing. <laughs> Smash he it He kinda laughs. If I was Tempest, maybe. <laughs> he laughs. You're just as useless as Tempest, damn it. <clears throat> Hendrix shakes his head. We better make a decision.
1: Well clearly our we...
3: time our time is wasting. Well clearly we don't walk into the damn mouth. Suicide. Hendrick says that's not what I'm worried about. Remember the shadows we saw in the room that moved beyond our own shadow? I believe things are already starting to take place that are not of this realm.
1: So the question is, do we move left or right?
0: I'm not chasing after the Horde. There's no point. It appears that uh, Cedric, the Great Betrayer, far more powerful than we thought. Intelligence roll for Cedric. For Cedric H- or H- Sergius?
3: No, Sergius, I'm sorry, Ser- Sergius and Hendrix can intelligence roll for two different reasons. Okay. So the red will be Hendrix.
1: And, uh, yeah, they both make it. Yeah.
3: Hendrix goes, I remember Animaeus saying that the left was the betrayer in the first tomb of Asarak. Seems left is the number 13, the unlucky number, the god number, and then Sergius goes, I believe Hendrix is right, that the left side will hold the tomb of the lich. That would be my educated guest. It is the betrayer handshake. Mm.
0: I don't like facing the lich without the hammer, no. but
3: so I don't one? think we have a choice right now. If you go right, what? Hendrix says, Maybe yeah. we can find out something that would help us or assist us
2: Yeah wow. no. In
3: defeating the lich on the left and I mean if we're going to talk about right and left
1: I'm actually going to step into Serkia's shoes Yep okay. See the funny thing about liches Is that they cannot resist their own destruction They're already undead beings And so they like to place little trinkets And odds and ends around the tomb Your hammer No promises Maybe somewhere else. If the legends are correct, he's
0: probably not keeping the hammer in his back pocket. My thought is the bugbear chieftain, the giant bugbear that we know is out there, he has the hammer. Because he has no love. The Cedric has no love for the hammer. He hates it and fears it. <laughs> As do I. Fearing it, I mean. So are we are in accord,
3: Harold?
2: I wonder if
3: Errol's in shock. That... Harold, Errol is not in shock because he's used to this. He yeah. doesn't know why, but he is used to it. Yeah. So it doesn't cause a shock.
2: But he probably doesn't know what you guys are talking about. Hammers and <laughs> but, magic weapons. All he needs But to there's know...
3: something unique about Errol that I'm glad you brought up. No one knows this except Errol. For when he's around the supernatural or the outer planes or things of not of this world... His foreblade, the hilt, tends to come alive and the tentacles around the hilt move as if it is a signal that you're around things, not of this prime material plane. And as yet, as he's grabbing the hilt, the tentacles are moving within the hilt of the blade.
2: So arrows probably kind of fixated Um. on that a
3: little. Mm-hmm. He's in thought about what has happened. Yeah. Not disturbed,
2: Just in thought. but in
3: thought. He's used to memory loss. Ain't the first time at the rodeo of memory yeah, loss.
2: Pretty, that's, that's true. He'll pause for a moment and look towards you. Let's so? go.
0: Aye.
2: Let's go.
1: Alec, lead the way, please.
0: Uh, I say we go right. See if we can find something to help right. us with this.
1: So we go back down the hallway, yeah, I'm assuming I'm from, a, I'm from, from this perspective, Dan? I'm
3: going I'll, I'll set it up.
1: So going back... Yeah. Oh yeah, we So if I can actually take an intermission here. Yeah. Keep this in-game for just a moment. Shamar's really bothered,
0: yeah.
1: because okay. now he feels powerless. Why? He can't remember anything, he doesn't know why Luce is not there.
2: Was no, he's disturbed. He's probably the he, best. He literally
1: is, has watched. I mean, he's quiet and he seems composed because No, no, of who everyone. He is.
3: You're right. Everyone right now is extremely disturbed. And for those people that are used to going to the outer planes, there's this unnatural sweat that you're experiencing, for you and a headache behind the eyes, where you've experienced something that's not normal for the for the the primate or plane.
1: The only feeling I can think of that would be in line with Shamar, is he literally just wants to hit something, but he can't because he knows he needs to, like, needs to, he doesn't he doesn't understand. It's it's almost as if the religion thing has played into this moment. It's like, he doesn't get it. Yeah. What is the point of life if we're all just going to sit here and die, you know? He's watching the bugbears nice. escape out. They're going to go kill people. Shamar's sitting here, and his friend is as good as
2: <sighs> dead. And I think Shamar was
1: the closest one to Luzon. That's, that's, that's right. That's the last thing I was going to well, say. Well, his is best that friend is... Shamar now is in a company of people that he, in reality, doesn't know. That's right. Well, his brother. You
3: know your brother.
1: Yeah, but let's be honest. Even though you hate him. Even though Shamar... He doesn't Shamar... hate him.
3: It just, the, the relationship is tension because okay. he's actually, a bastard child yeah. can... for both people. Yeah.
1: So you want to know, actually, my motivation for playing Shamar? Huh. This is player to player? Yeah. Jealousy. I, I it's think, not that. I think I picked that up. It's not that he wants to have everything. It's just he feels like in his life he's never been cut a break. It's like you have a direct connection with your god. Right. Shamar does not. Right. You have parents who you can be proud of, and Shamar does not feel the same. Right. It's like you know I'm a mutt. I look at my dad. He doesn't want to give me anything, so screw him. My mother is beautiful, and she should be a queen in her own right. But instead, you know, she threw it away. I'm stuck on the ass end of nowhere. And I want to be... It's kind of the thing is, I don't want to be alone, so thus I push everyone away. Right. So he looks at it and just says, you know what?
0: Even though if you hadn't wanted to push everybody away, you'd have a home with your with parents.
1: And that's the, that's the conundrum. is that literally, you know, Shamar, any moment could change everything.
0: But...
3: As you start to make your trek back down, you walk by the library. Both Sergius and Hendrix think, it may be worth our time to spend... A little time to see if we can find something here Absolutely. but Hendrix thinks unfortunately the rest of this party doesn't doesn't agree with that comment maybe it might be worth bringing up again maybe not maybe the time is precious to run and hurry for Cedric now knows probably for sure that we are here and we passed his first test the test of the Ephraim although I don't remember we passed it by the sacrifice of one of our own Hendrix thinks one of our own. I promised myself I would bring everyone back. Yet, one has fallen.
1: Um. Uh, uh, um Alec. Yes, sir. I'm. I hate to do this. I need. To give me just. A, a, a morsel of time that I may look through these books.
0: How much time do you need? I don't know. That's the tricky thing.
3: (laughs) Alec, you think that maybe the party could use an hour rest at least. Maybe back in the hallway. Um, Sit. Rest. You know that everybody feels tension and you yourself, Alec. For whatever reason you feel your body's been tested in an unknown way. A.K. you went to the outer planes and come back and your body's still adjusting. So you think maybe we should rest for an hour.
1: I don't know if you understand this. You know that deep anchor-like feeling you have in your body right now?
0: Yes, I don't know what this is.
1: That's astral travel. Sickness that wears off after a while. Trust me, it's... You get used to it, but the point is... Knowledge is power. We have learned something and we have forgotten something. I must then seek to find whatever answers i can and there are no promises that we'll find any but you know as a warrior i would assume you never go
0: into a battle unless you have the odds stacked in your favor so you think going into this book library thing you'll find some help for us for the for the betrayer i hope to take
3: the time you need we will rest outside thank you hendrix he's already in Hey, wait! Wait for me! (laughs) The door's already open, and he's already in, and the book he has in hand is The Daughter of Isis, The Mother Named Ishtar. That was the last book he saw, and he remembers in his study, there's something about this black mage named Ishtar. He's already on that book. Hey, that's what I wanted. He turns. He says, Try to find something else. I can look at this. I can read faster than you. And you think to yourself... Hendrix is a studier. Although banter is fun, he realizes, Sergius, that he needs to put his efforts on something else. Yeah. Alright. <clears throat>
2: okay.
3: Fine,
1: I suppose you beat me here. Losers can't be choosers. I look on the on, on the shelves for something of interest, something that
3: would help. Yeah. And you found something. Or the period of the hour. Yeah. Errol will
2: watch for for danger. Okay. Quietly board. Are you ready?
3: Ooh. Find a book that says Protection Against Undead. Oh, well this looks promising. I huh. wonder what brought this here. And then Hendrix goes... No, no, you have book, yours. No, 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 Sergius. This book talks about a daughter of Ishtar, to Mithra and Ishtar the daughter. Ishtar the daughter was a black staff. And she's lost in these mountains, her tomb. It's saying here that she studied both the Daedra and the Valinor and she was able to balance light and darkness in one.
1: She understood truth.
3: He's like, looking, I think this is what, we need to learn more about this, who this is.
1: Take it it with us. Is there anything that can help us at this very moment?
3: He said, I don't know, it's too much to read.
1: Okay, then take it with us
3: read it on the go <laughs> and you open it you, op- you open that book it opens to a brand new spell called cloak from undead first opening boom you go what do we have here go ahead and roleplay that <laughs> go ahead and roleplay that
1: uh, what do we have oh helm almighty sorry
3: and Hendrix goes what did you find and you guys like you kind of look in, and they're like all giddy over the books. <laughs> and let's you're resting. See.
1: If I'm reading this correctly, by the alchemical principles of copper, and let's see, huh? It says here if I was able to make a circle surrounding the penumbra of the moon at the same time of mixing the seventeenth spectrum and the fourth dimension, it's quite possible that we could. <gasps> oh, Hendrix! 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 What is it? You know what this means? No! Oh! Uh, he'll never see us coming, bloody bastard. Well, what does it mean? You know the stories of rings of invisibility? Well, yes, of course. This is our ace in the hole. He'll never see us coming, because literally, we will be shielded from his sight.
3: Okay, so what does that mean? <laughs>
1: You might be our trump. Literally, as long as we do not take any hostile action, he'll never be able to see us coming.
3: Make an intelligence roll for both Indians and, uh... They both make it. Okay. He's all... I know where we have to go after we're done here. Have you heard of the Lost Caverns of Silcanth? I remember reading it, for there was a mage buried there. It's saying that the daughter Ishtar is buried there. It says here she was a black staff and she understood the power between Daedra and Valinor and she had somehow mingled their power. Do you suppose? I think Do do you suppose, just for a minute, that maybe Cedric knows and he sent someone to get this mage who lies in state. For she can either be good or evil, depending on who acquires her. Let's suppose that he does know this. We could be behind on what truly is happening.
1: We're behind on many things. This is just another one.
3: This is... Maybe we should go. I don't know. I, if we spending more time here, I'll never leave here.
1: Okay. We have a lot to think about. I agree with you. Take the
2: book.
3: He puts it in, a, in, a, in his... Take as many as you can. (laughs) Now, for you guys out there resting and contemplating Shamar, Alec, William, and their thought, make an intelligence roll for everyone out in the, the casket area.
1: Shamar makes it.
3: Okay. Uh, William, oh, he might have made it actually. Nine. No, yeah. Nine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make under. Yep. Okay. Uh, Alex says uh, wisdom. You said? Oh, intelligence. Intelligence. Alex, yeah, made it. Oh, he made it really good. <laughs> he probably. Yeah. Everyone made it. Okay. Now, what I'm going to tell you, I want you to role play out. You look to your side, Alec. Your shadow is moving differently than you. You look across to William. Garamol. Garamol nods his head as if he knows what you're thinking. Alec looks to his sister, Ada.
2: She noticed.
3: She already has her hands on her swords. Yeah. You know that everyone has noticed what you've known. You look around. The shadows of the room of the light move differently than each of you. That you <clears throat> I hey, hate to uh,
1: be the bearer of bad
3: news. Gamble says, Cards? And he winks at you. Cards? Let me show you how to play that card game that I've been telling you about. <sighs> Fine. He puts the first card out. It says, it said he wrote on there. Okay. Act calm. The next card. Don't let them know that they know that you know that they're there. (laughs) Next card out. Pretend like everything's normal.
1: I'm starting to see how to play this game.
3: Yeah, it's a good game, isn't it? Yeah. Why don't you pass the hand over to Alec? Puts another one out. Breathe carefully. Mm. And he puts the cards and starts shuffling. I like this game. More cards, Ada. Hands out some more to you the cards are being passed around everyone's in compliance
0: must be rigged well you know how those golden griffins could be I just want to know if there are any amendments to the rules before we actually begin
3: I don't know Guillermo seems not to be moving and then another card comes out and says wait and see question mark so just for official depending on what you guys want to do right. you're definitely not flat footed okay. if anything does happen you will be able to go right into initiative Okay. so you won't be flat footed if something happens
1: Shemar throws down one of his own cards
3: Gamal says I noticed people like cards playing cards it's relaxing It's almost as if you can get in the head. The shadows seem to be moving, almost conversing with one to another. A language not heard, but spoken on another plane. Here, but yet not. You are being watched by shadows.
2: Okay. As Ada picks up a card, she'll say, maybe we could pass the cards to our right?
3: Ah, yeah. So everyone passes. Did you write something? No. Okay. So. I don't know. She just wants
2: to look at the shadows. Okay. Gamble
3: says, maybe we'd want to tell our friends in the... They should
1: get into the game. Yes. yes. Always marry or more players, don't you agree, Alec? Alec. Now, Alec. two
3: shadows seem to separate from the group of where you're at and they disappear down into the hall. You know two have left.
2: Two.
0: I'll we'll go into the room. Are you two done with your books? We have a so, card game we'd like you to play. <laughs> goes, we don't have time for what cards. What the fuck
3: are you talking I'm sorry, excuse me. Come out point. now. And you see Hendrix back in the book like, just totally disregarded Hendri- that. Okay. I hand him a card. We put it on there. Hendrix looks at it and goes, <laughs> with the book. <laughs> we would love to play. In fact, it would be just the
1: uh, prime moment for us <laughs> to, you know, share. Keep your wits about you. Oh, yes, I know. The uh, Fearon, they play dirty cards, don't they?
0: sometimes
3: bloody could this be the end is this the way i die sitting here alone no one by my side i don't understand i don't feel that ideas of this what did i do wrong I just don't understand